48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Hong Kong records another alarming toll of COVID-19 infections. The government turns its attention to wet markets as the battle against the coronavirus continues. And there's concern from legal experts, as Britain's top judges say, say the SAR's security law puts judicial independence in question. Hong Kong has again reported a daily total of COVID-19 cases that's close to a record level. A 94-year-old man has become the 12th person locally to die of the virus. As Joanne Wong reports, there's no sign of a slowdown in cases. Hong Kong reported 64 new COVID-19 cases, with 60 of them locally infected. Preliminary tests for more than 60 others have also come back positive. While 25 of the local cases have been linked to previous clusters, 35 were infected through unknown sources. There were also four imported cases. Separately, microbiologist Yun Kwok Yong says three clerical workers infected in a cluster in a Tumun health facility this week may have been infected after handling objects tainted by the coronavirus. After visiting the Tumun Eye Center, the government advisor said that the clerical workers were protected by glass panels at the reception desk, but handled documents and payments from patients. Meanwhile, health officials say a 94-year-old man suffering from the coronavirus has died. It's the 12th death linked to the pandemic. The government is putting the focus on wet markets as it steps up efforts to contain the coronavirus. Natalie Cheng has more. The administration says it's going to carry out deep cleaning and disinfection at dozen wet markets across Kowloon after a number of market workers and shoppers were diagnosed with COVID-19. The market will take it in turns to close at an to close an hour early in the evening. The markets will take it in turns to close an hour early in the evening at 7 o'clock for the cleaning to take place in the next few days. It follows the temporary closure for cleaning of markets in Shampshepo and Choi Hung for cleaning on Friday. A Link Ridge shopping mall in T1 San had also been closed for disinfection. The Food and Environmental Hygiene Department says it's also instructing cleaning contractors at all markets in the SAR to carry out thorough cleaning at the end of each day. Chinese university infectious disease expert David Hoi says the government will probably have to extend social distancing rules, which are due to expire on Tuesday. Professor Hoi expressed concern at the recent spike in cases, noting that the source of infection for nearly 40% of patients diagnosed since July 5th could not be traced. The government advisor warned there may be a need to do more to reduce crowds. I think we need to allow a few days to see how it, it goes. If the number of cases uh, goes down, especially the number of unknown cases goes down, then I think the measures would be effective. Now, on the other hand, if the, the number of cases is uh, persistently high, then we may have to consider further strengthening the uh, public health measures, uh, including adopting the office at home, at least for some of the civil servants. Uh, if the government takes the first initiative, then more private companies uh, will follow suit. A legal expert has expressed alarm after the president of Britain's Supreme Court, Robert Reid, said the court's judges might no longer be able to serve in Hong Kong because of the national security law. Lord Reid, who is a non-permanent judge on Hong Kong's top court, said that continuing to serve would depend on whether doing so remained compatible with judicial independence and the rule of law. Simon Young from the University of Hong Kong warned that losing access to British judges could have a ripple effect. 
no doubt if the serving judges uh, were not were going to stop coming, it would probably affect the retired judge's decision as well, but it would be an individual decision. Yeah, it is, of course, of great concern because if these illustrious and quite distinguished foreign judges stop coming to Hong Kong, it would send uh, quite a negative signal around the globe about the state of our justice system, um, even if it is uh, not warranted. But unfortunately, I think such a move would have a rather disastrous message and could really hit the confidence that people might have in our justice system. Executive Councillor Regina Yip says Lord Reed's comments show that the government has to do more to explain the national security law. Mrs Yip said during a radio show that she believes the remarks will have some impact, but she didn't elaborate. In implementing this new law, as in the case of other criminal legislation, it is important to strike a balance between making sure that the law has the necessary deterrent effect and at the same time upholding established common law norms and principles. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. More now on COVID-19, and the United Nations General Secretary, Antonio Guterres, has strongly criticized the world's biggest powers for failing to work together to tackle the coronavirus pandemic. Mr. Guterres said the relationship between the U.S., China and Russia had never been so dysfunctional. He said that had contributed to the spread of the virus. The truth is that there was never a concerted effort to defeat the pandemic together. And unfortunately, there is still not enough solidarity with the developing world for the developed countries to support the poor, the poorer ones uh, in being able to uh, fight the virus and at the same time to protect their societies and communities against the dramatic economic and social impacts. European Union leaders in Brussels are struggling to find agreement on an economic recovery package to repair the damage done by the coronavirus. A revised plan has been put forward on the second day of the summit. From Brussels, here's the BBC's Gavin Lee. The mood in the room is said to have improved significantly today from the crusty, tired and irritable atmosphere last night. That's according to the Dutch Prime Minister, Mark Rutte, who told reporters that he felt lonely with other leaders keener for compromise. The rest walked out at midnight, masks on, without talking to the press. The main issue is the plan to raise 500 billion euros to then be given out as grants for countries worst affected by COVID-19, such as Italy and Spain. The Dutch want strict conditions attached, including the right for one country to veto a request for cash from another member state. The Bulgarian Prime Minister, Bokio Borisov, is said to have called Mokruta the policeman of Europe. There have been huge protests in Russia's Far East against the arrest of a local governor, Sergei Fergal. For the seventh day running, demonstrations took place in the city of Habarovsk. The BBC's Steve Rosenberg is there. In sweltering heat, tens of thousands of people marched through Khabarovsk, voicing support for the popular and charismatic local governor, Sergei Fergal. He's under arrest in Moscow, accused of involvement in murders dating back 15 years. Many here believe the charges are politically motivated. His arrest is stoking resentment with central government. Alexander is one of the protesters. We elected him. It was our choice. And Moscow took him. They just took him and they have stolen our governor from us. The sports now and is a second day of celebration in the city of Leeds today. Fresh from celebrating promotion following second place West Brom's defeat in the early hours of this morning, 
Leeds United have been confirmed as winners of the championship after the only team who could catch them, Brentford, were beaten 1-0 at Stoke. It's been 16 years since they last played in England's top division. Speaking after the earlier result, Leeds captain Liam Cooper spoke of his pride in his team's achievement. We set out to get promoted and, and, and now we've done that and now we want to go and be champions to be able to lift that trophy. Even though it will be without our fans, with, with this group of players behind me, honestly, I, I feel unstoppable. Honestly, that, that, that's how they make me feel and that's how proud they make me feel. Ahead of the FA Cup semi-final meeting with Manchester City in the early hours of tomorrow, Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta has been forced to defend his relationship with the club's board. Arteta says he has full faith in the hierarchy, despite earlier admitting he also has big concerns about this summer's transfer budget. It's obviously a big worry, uh, the uncertainty we have with some of the players, the uncertainty we have as well. Because we don't know where we're going to finish and how much impact financially that is going to have. So we're going to have to sit down at the end of the season and see what we are able to do. But we are working together with the club since the last few months to put different plans together. The eight-time NBA All-Star James Harden has denied making a political statement by wearing a so-called thin blue line mask. The group that makes them says it represents police officers who have died in the line of duty. Harden is with his Houston Rockets teammates in a closed environment in Disney World, where the NBA is due to resume in two weeks' time. He was talking to NBA Entertainment. Honestly, wore it just because it covered my whole face, my mask, uh, my beard. Uh, it's, it's pretty simple. Like as I clearly talked about yesterday, uh, me finding a way to, um, you know, whether it's my jersey name or another way to uh, show my support for the Black Lives Matter. Um, so that, it's pretty simple. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 
little bit brighter. Moon hangs a little bit higher. I see a little bit sweeter. That grass a little bit greener. That beer's a little bit colder. A little warmer when you hold her. Slide out that screen door. It's bitter on a back. Willie Jones saying that it's better on the back porch when you make those cool tracks. Well, I gave it a chance and I played by your rules, but you left crying. Did you think I was blind? How could you be so cruel? I deserve so much better. 